This is the Copper Crab Podcast. I'm Cheney Crab. I am Naveen Copperwise. And our intro music is really quiet today. Is it? Yeah. Okay, crank it up a little bit for you. Yeah, let's redo that. Is the intro so quiet? You want to redo it? Yeah. Here, okay, we'll redo it. Ready? Yeah. This is the Copper Crab Podcast. <laughs> I'm Cheney Crab. I am Naveen Copperwise. As always, shout out to our sponsors, Direct Sound Headphones, Moon Juice CBD by Jade Rabbit. Remember to email us at coppercrabpodcast at gmail.com with your questions. And, and like and subscribe. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we had a party over the weekend for my dad. It's my dad's birthday and we had a party at our house. Yeah, we did. And now we have all of this leftover. Okay, so we got leftover food. Leftover. Well, I guess just leftover food. We have leftover food, <laughs> leftover <laughs> leftover bubblies, and now we have all of this Bud Light seltzer. But the Yeah, I know, so we're not like cool enough to be endorsed or anything like that. We just bought a lot of it and now it's now we're drinking it on the show. And I gotta say I was like talking smack about it all weekend, but this black cherry Bud Light seltzer is really, really good. It's quenching my thirst. Yeah, I'm loving it. But uh for, for water and for alcohol. I was thinking today, like, uh, you know, I should be able to have a podcast and not drink any alcohol in order to, like, be someone that you want to listen to. Like, kind of feeling bad about it, a little guilty, you know? Maybe I should be able to just sit there stone cold sober and be funny. But then I, then I was thinking about it more, and it's like, well, people drink all sorts of different beverages for different occupations, right? Like, if, yeah. you, if you're, like, a basketball player, you're going to drink some Gatorade. You know, like, I don't think that's true. I think that's an <laughs> urban legend. I think the Gatorade drinking every time I see, I mean, I guess it makes sense to drink after you work out or not to keep the electrolytes going. Well, but my point is like, okay, water. if you're a bodybuilder, maybe you're going to drink a protein shake. Yeah. If you're, I don't know. There are a vast <coughs> if you're array a of people student, who drink a protein shake. You're going to drink some coffee. <laughs> if you're Naveen on a podcast, you could drink an alcoholic beverage and be a little bit more funny. <laughs> Yeah. What's wrong with that? Well, I don't look at it as a dependence. Yeah, I don't look at it as a dependence uh, either, but upon I feel like is dependence we, a word dependency? Yeah. Upon uh alcohol. It's just fun to dr- to kick back and track one of uh, these. Yeah, I think if I'm not having a little something to wet my whistle, then I'm sitting here like oh god, I got to like say something funny now and then nothing you know, that doesn't happen. Obviously. So you think that when you speak, you say funny things? Um, well, <laughs> at least I think that it's kind of funny. You know, so that's kind of the same thing, really. Well, that makes one of us. Oh! Anyway. <laughs> Got him. Now that uh, you were playing that epic, brutalic death metal, I don't even know what it's called. Guttural. Oh! Yeah! <laughs> that is so sick. Are we getting taken off? I'm of, thinking of that the could YouTube be made that? mainstream. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, it's just it's easily digested. Do you think that? That? Yeah, it's just kind of like. <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> I think it's because of the like constant sound that it's yeah. just like it, it becomes it like rips. a din din chin din din. Play it again. So that's just that's sick. I, I just said on YouTube, ultra low. Well, actually, I can read it. Like it's it's not a band. It just says. Ultra brutal gurgle vomiting toilet guttural <laughs> vocals. No effects, all in all exhaled. So don't get it twisted. Damn. Don't get it twisted. This dude is not yeah. inhaling a note. Not that, that that matters. That's so dumb. We don't have, so a, name on, we don't have a, a word on what the band is. That's one of my pet peeves. The inhales? Why does it matter what you, you I mean, I do not inhale because it hurt. Like, whenever I've tried to do that, it hurt yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> but i mean why why are people out here hating on those that inhale i don't know why does it matter it's <clears throat> all like a fuck uh, it's all a sound a dumb sound yeah, you're making with your voice it's this is true why are we being gatekeepers of the metal vocal i mean if you do you can apply that to everything really anything that anybody really cares about well that's what i'm talking about because like with nonsense. a guitar it's not if someone wants to experiment with something with the guitar, like people pull out these glass pipes and rub it against their guitar and that's legit. You know? Yeah. What are those called? Slide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people pull out these dumb glass pipes. Whoa, why is it why is it so dumb? I like it. Yeah. I li I really like the sound of a slide actually. We actually it's got one dumb. but we never use it. It just is on the shelf. Dude, it sits on our coffee table for no reason. <laughs> we never use it. But I like the sound of it. I like slide guitars as well. But wh I don't think that if we're, if we're allowing things like that to happen, my point being, if we're allowing things like that to happen, if people can make all of these avant-garde sounds with all other instruments in the world, like people, <clears throat> the other day I saw Jack White's drummer play his drum set facing forward why it was so like it does none of it matters it doesn't matter if facing someone wants forward? to mean, inhale their vocals mean? the drum kit was tipped forward oh. it doesn't matter yeah, if someone yeah. wants to use inhale vocals let them do it it doesn't <clears throat> matter yeah i know people do that with like the the doubles on the bass drum yeah it's like, oh it's cheating i mean i get I, it's easier so I guess that would be a cheat. How is that cheating? It's it's more like a cheat code. How, this <laughs> is how something is cheating. If you put it in, okay, this is how someone's cheating. If someone has never done something before and they like put in, a, there's a magic thing that happens and they can suddenly do something. No one can walk up off the street and magically do doubles. Yeah, I know. Right. It's right. not cheating maybe it's people learning spent, a, yeah. an easier process to do things that's what i've i've always felt that way too so i mean if something's easier i'm just gonna do it that way why not yeah i mean i've i was never the greatest at doing single double bass you know yeah so recently <laughs> i was like let me just learn how to do these little doubles and then boom your boy's doing origin covers well, you know what happens if people don't learn to do things like that? Then you go and you hear them live and they're doing like some shot version That's true. Uh, or like some cut down BPM or something. There was another example I was thinking. I mean, it, triggers are another example of something that's absolutely. <laughs> this guy's never not using <laughs> triggers. I think those are program drums. Oh. <laughs> 
I mean, whatever. Maybe we should check the rest of the album out. Yeah, it's pretty sick. I, we would shout them out, but their band name was uh, not listed. <laughs> their guttural <laughs> death grind slam slug. <laughs> but anyways, triggers are not cheating either. Dang, hot take. And celebrities can wear death metal shirts even if they don't listen to the band. I got a lot of hot takes this week. Dang, she's had 2.5 Bud Light Limes or whatever. That's when I get into my mode. Rip. 2.5 Bud Light Limes. Yeah, I mean, it all doesn't really matter anyway. And it's just a bunch of bullshit. It really is. Who cares? I I don't see the... I don't see a reason to, like, rain on someone else's parade. If you don't feel comfortable wearing a band t-shirt of a band that you don't listen to, then don't wear it. It doesn't matter what <laughs> anyone uh, else does. Feel, most people like to take what they think and then make everybody else think that. Impose it on other people. That's quite popular these days. I know. And it sucks. Not my thing. It's not, like it, it's not. Then don't do it. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, it's okay to just like, granted, you know, I'm... I'm excluding like really horrible things. I'm just talking about yeah, really yeah. simple, meaningless things like right. wearing a t-shirt of a band that you've never heard. I think it's okay to allow people to do that. There are so many important topics, important issues to actually care about. Yeah, Cheney's taken up for the posers. You know what I mean? I am. <laughs> I th- I don't care. I stopped caring about who posers were when I was yeah, in. Yeah, the thing is, I don't want to be a poser. 13. You know, I got to make sure I, I know a little something about the band. I I'm personally, you know? I will also say, I do not wear band shirts of bands that I don't listen to. I'm horrified of getting called out. Except for shirts of my own band, which I definitely don't listen to. Yeah, that's different though. And I'm just you don't kidding. ever wear Anthea shirts. I'm just kidding. I wore one yesterday. We do have some newer shirts out there. We do. I think uh, I don't think we've mentioned that yet. <laughs> we dropped a couple shirts. No, we did. We did. We did talk. We talked about. We that. had a a flame merch, a fire merch drop, if you will. The fire emoji. Yeah. Merch drop. Hashtag merch drop. Hashtag. Yeah, night shift merch. So go buy it. So yeah, check <laughs> that out. Um. But anyway, it's okay, man. Just you know, worry about the important stuff. Don't. We don't need to harsh each other's mellow, do we? I agree, but no I don't one, think uh, so. no one else. About zero percent of people agree <laughs> with you. So, I mean, people <laughs> are just out here trying to live, you know. I well, like cats. You like dogs. Oh my! How could you ever? Yeah. By the way, it our doesn't cats matter. Kind of. She's 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 doing her thing. You know, she's picking up. Our cat. Our cat. Yeah. She's yeah. sort of like going outside. She's. She's becoming like a real, real cat. Yeah. She's being a little cutie. <clears throat> I've noticed she's grown up a lot in the last four days. Yeah, I love her. We'll have to <clears throat> put some pictures of her up. I guess the last few episodes we've been talking about her. We're like, yeah. Oh, there she is over there. No one can see her. Yeah, I know. She's shy. Speaking of our party, she did not. She was not having it. No, she was not a fan. She just stayed under the bed all day. Yeah. It was sad. She was definitely sad. Sad kitty. But what do you want to dig into some of these questions? What do you want to do here? <laughs> sure. <laughs> do you have anything <laughs> to talk about this week, Naveen? <laughs> I <laughs> Seems d- like I there's a lot on your mind. I had some, like, you know, positive stuff to say earlier, but I don't know. I don't really feel like talking about it. <laughs> should I talk about it? Yeah, what's your positive well, stuff to talk about? Something that I was thinking of since 
I had a real busy week a couple of weeks ago, right? I didn't yeah. have any, you know, I couldn't do anything that I wanted to do at all. Yeah. And then I started thinking about it and I was thinking, you know, if my, I guess what I, I've been recently over the last few, kind of looking back over the last <laughs> few months, right? Just thinking about how I've been thinking and what, you know, what my mindset's been like. And it's been, you know, it's been a little rocky, it's been a little weird up and down. Yeah. And I think part of the problem is I've almost gone too far the other way where it's like, oh, I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to get involved in like getting my heart broken over this music stuff or whatever. You know, it's like, fuck it. I'll just, I don't care. You know, uh, but that can, like I said, I think we said this before, you can go too far that direction to where, you know, you don't need to think that everything that you do on the internet or for music is like this desperate cry for help. You know, you know what I mean? Like I, I'll start to view um, myself and just doing music as like this desperate thing. Right? Yeah, I know what you mean. And I'll think, but it doesn't have to be. It can just be like, I think the way, the best way to look at it is just making it. You're just, if you have, if you have, if you're somebody who's fortunate enough to have some time to make music in your day, you're, you've made it. You're winning. Yeah, you know? I agree with that. And then... A lot of people give up on it. A lot of people stop playing music or stop doing the thing that they love. Yeah, but I'm saying... I think they stop they doing it time. because they they have too serious of an attitude about it. Like, I gotta be promoting and da-da-da-da-da and you kind of beat yourself up. Yeah, it's right? like all or nothing. So then I was thinking, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to beat myself up. I don't want to have anything to do with that. I want to just... But then I started to associate the simple act of making music with beating yourself up and all this negative stuff that I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. I'm sure people can relate if they can decipher what I'm saying. But what I'm getting at is the way I feel now. Just make some music and it feels great. And you can totally post it and say, Hey, I made this awesome music. You know, I want you guys to hear it. Da da da, da And have goals within music. But you're contentment doesn't rely on that is what, oh, absolutely what, I'm, not. Is what I'm saying and then it doesn't have to go the other way where you're all anti-music like I was feeling for a little while yeah that's just something I wanted to share a little sh- uh, care to share yeah I PSA. mean I think that when you a lot of people are just really all or nothing with it it's I work so much that I can't like put out this grand vision of what is that what you kind of mean? Like I can't like go in. Yeah, but then also just I started to I'm starting to I started to associate all the aspects of music with this like hustle grind mode. Yeah, ra- uh, yeah, you know? I got it. And I'm just like I don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is you don't have to be this like grind guy, right? And even even in order to do those things, mm-hmm. you can still post your music. You can still do all these things, but with the attitude of I'm doing this because this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the most important thing to focus on in life to be happy. Or one of the most important things is to do things out of love and not because you feel a certain pressure to do them. Or uh, And the only person that's putting the pressure is usually yourself. Of course. But like, there's just the idea that 
I do that because it's sort of in my nature to do it, to do so, yeah. right? It doesn't I don't know. There's a whole argument, you know, did you bring it into this life? Did you learn it when you were a kid? Da, da, da. Whatever the reason is, I feel good when I'm making music. Yeah, I feel know? the same way. And when I have a carefree attitude about it, mm-hmm. you know, when I start putting these um, kind of constrictions on it, yeah, like, oh, it's gotta, it's gotta, this has to be done soon, and I gotta, I should be promoting more, and da da da. That that's when I start to lead to like I don't want to do it anymore. Well, yeah, but I'm saying there is a way to do those things without having the negative side effect. Yeah, you just kind of have to go with the flow. Go with the flow, man. You know, do what you're good at. And for me, that's writing red hot riffs. <laughs> You've been writing some really some burners that I'm excited I, that yeah. I get to be the vocalist to. I don't know where they're coming from to so, sing on them. Because I mean, I've been writing death metal riffs for like twenty years. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm always yeah. like, man, I can't still be writing riffs. That's crazy. And then out pops another one. Yeah, and I think that something that's happened for both of us um recently is that we're both uh we've both been like oh yeah i really like death metal i really like playing death metal yeah just ripping everyone's and i think that when you tour a lot or maybe it just happened for me like when you tour a lot and when you go out and see bands doing different things you find a lot of you might like or if you just like pay attention to a lot of music, you might like lose some sight of what it is that you're good at and like what comes naturally to you. And you might be tr- trying to like go in a million different directions or think that you're meant to do something. Yeah. Cause you're getting else. hit with so much like chatter. Yeah. There's you know? a lot of chatter. Lot there of chatter. really is. Once you put your music <clears throat> out in the, into the world, you know, one thing that I believe is that after you put the music out, that's it. It's not really yours anymore. It belongs to other people. And along with that comes chatter. When people hear it, you know, whether you are signed to a label or you have management or you're just touring with other bands or, you know, this or that, people always say things. Like there are always opinions and there are always just your own opinions. Oh, that band, they're selling so much merch. Look at them. You know, what what are they doing that I'm not doing? Right. Kind of a thing. Right. That, That can happen. And so. so I think that not being on tour for we've been off tour for a year at this point. We've had sure. a lot of time to sure. be honest with ourselves, uh, to have a lot of clarity, um, to get a lot of that chatter out of our heads. And I think that, you know, at the bottom of all of that chatter and everything, it's that we both really, really like playing death metal and are good at, or at least, you know, I think that we are good at putting out that stuff and so it's like there's been like a coming i won't say to terms but just like a come a coming around all right you know a coming back around because i think that yeah it's like i like that i love i like that honestly and uh i don't know i just yeah i love death metal and i i love playing it and that's what i want to do in part of my life, for sure. I, I will say I always feel really <laughs> good when I crank out a, a hype riff. Yeah. Like, yeah and I like riffs, is... man. I really like riffs. I really like 
burning hot riffs and when they start playing you want to headbang and you just want to keep headbanging the whole time. Pan-seared. I like that stuff. Yeah, pan seared. I gave yeah, up steak, pan-seared. but I can still pan sear some riffs. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I think I I think I Oh, there we go. I got the joke. Granted, I, I mean, we both knew that we liked death metal the whole time. <clears throat> That's yeah. not really what I'm saying, that we were like trying to be something that we weren't or anything like that. But it's just like a, it's like you know, like, it's getting yeah, it's back like, to basics, yeah. kind of. You start just getting sidetracked and everything. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you need a little wake up call. Right. A so, wake up call. So in that way, I don't know if it's because of this whole quarantine thing. Um, or if it's just the natural progression of things, because I personally find myself like doing that every couple of years. I think that we started Entheos out of um, out of that like mutual, like oh, we yeah. really like playing metal. <laughs> totally. So I don't know. In a lot of ways, I think that the corona the the quarantine thing has be- has had uh, its benefits. Yeah. And and coming. Like getting back to the root of it all has been has been a really good part of it. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I mean I've learned a lot. Yeah, me too. Quarantine. Me too. And I actually miss playing shows. Whoa. That's right. I said it. <laughs> I miss playing shows I too. I miss it man. a little bit. You know, it's, I do too. I could I mean I'm I'm the most happy just writing music. Like if I had to choose one, like all right, Naveen, you could never write another song. Or riff, but you could go play shows, or you could only write and never play shows. I would take I would take the writing. That you but, that you could only write and never play shows. Yeah, yeah. But I had an I had a twist to that to that one. What is it? What if it's you could only play shows, but you could or you can only write, but never show it to anybody. That's a tough one. That's hard, although I'm not, like, the biggest... <laughs> I think you like showing your stuff to people I mean, a little more out. than I do. I mean, put it out. Oh, never put it out, huh? I think I'd, I'd have to pick I'd go shows. shows. I'd go shows, point, yeah. Which is weird, but if I could pick But when you play shows, it's like you music, people can still record the show. I don't know, but I guess you'd have so to just play that. songs that you've already written. So yeah. I'm down. I'm picking shows. Yeah, I guess so. Be weird. I'd I'd have like a pretty good amount of extra time at that point. (laughs) You would. (laughs) It's true. But then you wouldn't because you spend a lot of time just like dabbing with instruments, like messing around with instruments, not tracking. I'm not allowed to do that, right? I can't write anything in this scenario. That's. This is a dumb scenario. You can't. You can't sit down and play an instrument. You can't tinker. No, you, you can only play anything. shows. Yeah, you can't write anything. You gotta play previously <laughs> written material. That makes no sense. <laughs> well, because if not. you're playing previously written material, who played the music before you? I guess you could do covers. Of who? Anybody. But no one could write music. No, this doesn't <laughs> apply to everybody. It just applies to you. Oh no, hell no. I don't I'm I'm picking death. <laughs> I don't want to be in that world where everyone else can release and play. No. Yeah. No. It's not a good deal. This, All this, or nothing. Uh, no. I guess the ones who pick writing have to give the songs over to the performers. Well, some people do that for a living. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know if I could do that. I I know I could do it 
Because I can crank out songs really fast. Yeah. With like electronic and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I always feel like, I don't know, it would like how much, I'd have to get a lot of money. Well, so I'm you like, know, I don't want to hand that over. I like that. Yeah. Although it is sort of fascinating to me because a lot of the like artists that I'm into are that kind of artist, singer, songwriters, and they'll their songs that they'll play like aren't theirs or they will write songs like Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell has written songs that other people have yeah. become famous off of or Dolly Parton. Same stuff. But I, uh, I think I got a Dolly Parton. There, <laughs> <laughs> there has to be some like really cool and interesting part about hearing different interpretations of the songs that you've written. That, yeah, that, maybe that's like a whole other side. But what I will say it is comes that... comes to life and you, you, get to, you get to hear it in a different way. Yeah, but what I will say is that I don't know that the, that the songs are always the best when handed off by people because when I will hear the original songwriter play a, their song, a lot of the time I'll be more into that one. It's Except got, for yeah. I Will Always Love You. Because Whitney Houston just like... Wait, who else played that one? Dolly Parton wrote that song. Oh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> no, Whitney got, went ahead and just fucking that knocked one. that out of the ballpark. Yeah, made it her own. She sure. really did. She really did. Whitney Houston, I think, is the best singer. Was. Whitney Houston, best singer of all time, huh? Yeah, that's right. I said it. She no, might be. No, she might on. be. What are you, you going to say to that? Michael Jackson was a pretty that's great true. singer. Prince was a pretty great singer. Not as good as Whitney Houston. Yeah, that's true. Whitney might be on top. It's amazing. I mean, fuck. What a voice on that one. What a voice. <clears throat> so this week, you guys should check out, if you haven't, the Whitney Houston discography. You know what was interesting? Because we watched a documentary on Whitney Houston, um, which is really interesting. What I found it, uh, the most interesting about it, though, is that Whitney Houston was, like, number She was... Number one and Janet Jackson took over or something, but Jan- she was truly jealous of yeah, Janet Jackson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so that's that's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah, keep, keep that in mind. Whitney Houston is sitting around getting jealous of Janet Jackson. Right. right? What does that tell you? That means that you always got to keep yourself in check. Yeah. You know, you always got to be aware of what, why uh, you got to take control of your stupid mind. You really do. Your mind is like a little kid. You really do. If Whitney Houston, who is on top, and Janet Jackson is a good singer, but Whitney Houston just blows her out of the water. If Whitney Houston can look at Janet Jackson at the height of both of their fame and be jealous of that person, then there's just, it never ends. That's right. It never ends. There's always <clears throat> someone to look at to be jealous of, and y- and you won't even realize like how how cra- how crazy you're being from the inside because on the outside it's like they're both amazing people, individuals. So does it never end, or does it end now? Oh, damn! Oh. It should end now. It ends now. It really should end now, and. That's right. Like it, it is sad that people get caught up in that because I feel like for everyone, there's like an individual, it's called individuality. We're all different. We've all got something to offer the world, to bring into the world and, and it's going to be different. 
and maybe better and maybe worse in some ways than someone who you're jealous of, but it never really matters because you're the person presenting it. And that's, that's really it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm bringing me back to my original point. Just do that thing that feels great to do. Just do it. And And don't worry about that stuff. It's probably not going to be the next gent or the next trap or whatever genre is super popular. Grunge. Like I've never been, I guess, I've not been the, in a genre per se, that was like super popular. Yeah. I guess arguably animosity kind of, you know, helped start the deathcore thing in a way, but we didn't sound like deathcore bands. So, yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. You can't bank on blowing up. It's probably not going to happen. Like mathematically speaking, you're not going to blow up. Or you might. And if so, that's great. Yeah. But I'm saying that's fine. You can still try to do it. I just think that the whole point here is just to not go. Not think much farther beyond I'm doing something that yeah. I love. But I'm saying you could still even go beyond that and say, hey, I want these goals. I want to put out this many videos. I want to da, 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 da. But do it in a, in a, the attitude of I'm doing it because I like to do it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's what I'm saying right there. I agree with you. I, don't I think the Buddhists call it uh, fetch water and chop wood. There you go. Fetch or water like my chop mom wood. was saying, grow food and eat it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's simple. It's very simple. I think that... Keep it simple. You know, yeah, keeping it simple. That's the best way to be. Keep the chatter to a minimum. And I'm not good at that, by the way. I'm not I'm not either. sitting here going, yo, I got that shit mastered. You no. Know? No, it's like I always go back and, what am I doing? with my? You know, got to constantly trim those weeds. Yeah, no, I think that, you know... A good thing about having this podcast is that we can kind of say things to ourselves while we're saying things uh, that other people are hearing. And uh, Very true. that's one of the things I think that we both find peace in keeping it simple. And we well, do, we have happy. to, we have to remind ourselves a lot to Constant. do that. Constantly remind simple is happy. That's it. Yeah. So let's get into some of these questions, yeah, man. We I have like quite a first, few like now that we've har- now that we've harassed you guys <laughs> into sending us questions. We have quite a few. Send us more though. Yeah, that's one of the one of the features of our show is we we answer life's questions. Why you would want to listen to us do it is beyond me. But we went away for a while and everybody wanted us to come back. So here we are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, here we are with uh, two Bud Lights and telling you to keep it simple. So. Josiah says, how is the peanut butter milk stout? That's to Naveen because I don't really drink those, but it's it's one of the best things I ever put in my mouth is what he said. It's even better on tap. That's probably <laughs> true. Yeah. It was really good. Um, I For those of you who don't know, I think I was drinking one of those in the last show. It sounds really good. It, and it also tastes really good. Yeah. It tastes really good. I wouldn't like that's not going to be my weekly purchase of beer. Yeah, there those are usually going for heavy. That. That's kind of just something that that's a that's a uh, a treat. We'll call it. Yeah, it's a treat. Those are usually pretty heavy. Those milk yeah, stout things. Kind of heavy. But you know, I bet it's even better on draft. We have a story because I h- hate Guinness. 
It's oh. disgusting. Like oh. the worst beer possible. I will not drink it. It's too heavy. It's too dark. All those things. But we played at a venue in Dublin, Ireland, that was right next to this bar or what do they call it? A pub. <laughs> it was right next to this pub. And they claimed that they were the first delivery from, like, from the Guinness. I'm bilingual right now. <laughs> I'm bilingual. <laughs> Did I pronounce it correctly? <laughs> pub. So we were right next to this pub in in Ireland. And uh, they claimed that they were the first like in line to get Guinness yeah, every that morning. Bar every pub, morning. Brother, is awesome. And they Place had a rules. dog. So... I I got some Guinness there because it's like, you know, fuck it. When in Ireland, I'm going to drink Guinness. Yeah. I drank Jameson earlier in the day, so it was Guinness time. And uh, I drank the Guinness on tap, and I would I would be a drinker of that. It was so good. It was like yeah, smooth, it was velvety. <clears throat> it almost tasted like milk, creamy. I know, it tasted great. Like a milkshake. Yeah, it was really delicious. The Jameson there was good too, but I mean, you know, it's probably the same. Well, we we walked right to the Jameson spot. Yeah, and it was right around this time of year, or I think it was like a month later. It was November. It was like fall. Yeah, yeah. it was fall. So they had all of the Christmas drinks. Uh, all of the Jameson mixers were like Christmas drinks. Yeah, that was fun. And it was delicious. We still have some shot glasses from there, actually. And we have that uh, magnet. And we have a magnet. Yeah. That's probably the only two keepsakes we got when we were in Europe. <laughs> and nothing for anybody else. Nothing no, for anyone. I think anyone. I actually got my dad. No, didn't, didn't get him anything. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a few tour posters, but that's about all I have to remember that tour by. But I want to hey, go back. I want to go back too, you know. I can't I can't wait until we can go back on tour. I can't believe Europe. I'm saying that. But I the other day I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I could I could go to a show. That'd be fun. I couldn't May I could go to a show. I wasn't really into like the go idea to one or play one. Yeah, I kind of want to just go to a show. Be yeah, fun. me too. I would like to see a show. I just like being at a show, having a beer in my hand, thinking about like when I get to go home, being in the back. Yeah, and like just thinking about how we should go to Cold Stone. Thinking about definitely about <laughs> eating Cold Stone. That, that's a well that people probably don't get that, but. Right down the street from the venue where most of the shows are, there's like a Cold Stone on the same... Is it the same block? Yeah, one block down. Oh yeah, it's the same block. And also... So sometimes if the shows beat, you just leave and go get Cold we're Stone. We're talking about at the Catalyst yeah, in Santa Cruz. And also, they sell pizza at the Catalyst, so we're always getting a slice. Know, the pizza place closed down. But did it close down I think pre it closed or post-COVID? I think it closed down before COVID. No. I think so. No way, dude. I don't think that so. That place was also killer because during the day they had like really cheap slices. Yeah, like, like one dollar slice. One dollar. See, that's something I miss is that, you know, every weekend I like to just kind of stroll downtown and get a beer and like a slice. And you and I would like maybe go walk around downtown and then stop in a bar and have a drink and like have a day. We still do that though. True. But <laughs> I actually miss going in. I was just thinking of specifically the bar. Yeah. Specifically going into, what's the name of that bar that we go to? Red Room? No. Well, I, w I miss going there, but the other one. Blue Lagoon. Oh. You know, just like being at a bar where where it's just a bar and a pool table and they don't play, they don't serve food. And like they might yeah. have an 80s night. 
They do. Have I do miss night. that. Or there's like at the Blue Lagoon, there'll just be a show happening. Yeah. Like, oh, what's the show tonight? Yeah. And we'll go and see them, and it, it'll yeah. be called like, I don't know, Pussy Bang Whip Bang Gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're late to the party because everybody's been posting on the internet for like months. Like, I can't, I'm devastated that I don't get to go. We're and I'm late, just now like, late bloomers. Well, I've said this before. It takes me a year to want to go on tour. Yeah. But I, I've never experienced a, this long without going to a show, I don't think. I don't think I have either. We always go to a show every like three or four months. I mean. I think le- even closer together than that. Yeah. Probably well, every two months at probably. least we're going to go to some. Sh- so our friends band's going to be playing or something. Someone's doing something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that I'm with you on the, it takes me about a year to want to play a show because there, was, a year. there was one time before this, that this happened and it was like, we went on tour with Dillinger and then there was a year where we wrote an album and then, uh, we went on tour with Whitechapel like a year later. I can't believe Entheos had a year break. That's weird. I can't either. But, uh, we did that and that's about how long it took me to want to play a show then too yeah well hopefully when we uh drop our new material shows might be a thing again yeah that would be nice hopefully it doesn't take that long but i'm hoping <laughs> that we yeah <laughs> to, to release material or to do shows because i'm hearing like june ambiguous. i'm hearing june so i would june i would personally like Wait, to wasn't put it out just june it was just june i'm hearing next june Even I'm not it. feeling that. How about that? Yeah, it kind of sucks. I'm assuming that like, well, I don't really know what's happening, man, because uh, I'm. Does anybody know I'm what's seeing, happening? I'm seeing, yeah, no one knows what's happening. I'm seeing news reports of like places closing down again. Gyms here are open. I'm assuming that if other places are closing down, California is right behind them. <clears throat> yeah. You know? So I, know I don't know. 24 Hour Fitness sent me a thing saying they're going bankrupt. So there you go. I don't know if they're going to close down or. Well, they're open right now. When you go bankrupt, they it doesn't don't charge mean that you're closing us, down. By the way. Which we, we, which we know because of Sopranos. <laughs> because when what's his name gets his store closed or files for bankruptcy because the the mob has been like running up his. No, but hold on. You got to start way back. Okay, this guy goes, <laughs> he's addicted to gambling, mm-hmm. but he grew up with Tony. Yeah, right. And he's Meadows' friend's dad. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, you know, Tony, let me sit in on your guys' gambling match." You know, and he's like, "Hey, you don't know, you don't want no part of this, <laughs> man." You know, and then <laughs> he convinces him to sit in, and then he loses it all. You know? Yeah, so. he loses it all, and then the mob like starts taking over his store, and <clears throat> they're having him order a bunch of stuff, commit a bunch of fraud, so they can just steal it and take it home, and they have him order a bunch of water. And then you see scenes of like Junior drinking the water, oh, yeah, yeah. and the guy at the who owns the restaurant is serving the water to all of his guests. So we're watching Sopranos again. By the way, <laughs> yeah. we've gone back. I, this is the third time. And is you it know, really? Yeah, and you know what I'm personally realizing this time in the series is just how. I mean, I've always known they were great actors, but they are such good actors that I. It's hard for me to think of them as anyone else, especially Those this time. Like actors, right? They don't seem like actors this time around. Tony's mom, that woman, yeah, 
rest in peace because I read that she died in between filming of the second and third seasons and that in the third season they're superimposing her head on someone else's body. I think her, her name's something Merchant. But anyway, she's an incredible actress. It's crazy how good of an actress <coughs> that woman you is. Just feel, you just feel like, oh, that's how they all are. Yeah. Right? The only one that I could take that I could like take or leave is Melfi. What? No. I don't. No. I, I mean, some of the monologues that she does, it's like. No, it's got to be Melfi. What's his name? Elliot. Yeah, it's like some of that stuff just seems so <laughs> written. Yeah. No actual person would ever say half of the things that she's saying to Elliot. You got to have Melfi. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I, 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 it's it's one of my least favorite parts. When he's in her office, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Another the boring show part. Yeah, and it was not the best opening. IMO. All right. Well, someone's going to disagree with well, me on we'll that. Go, we'll skip down to the next the whole question. Wor world. This is from our pal <laughs> Kyle Boos. First off, thank you for hey, bringing Kyle. the the bringing the podcast back. I do know how to read. You're welcome. Thank you for <coughs> thanks for listening, man. Both of you have introduced me to so many great artists and so much great music over the course of this podcast. We should probably start talking about Music. Some good music again. You know, I want to, there's this death metal band called Cytotoxin that I posted on our page. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're pretty sick, man. Wait, didn't you, you didn't shout them out last week? No, I haven't said anything about them yet, but yeah, I posted them on the sick. page. They're they sick. hard. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Check them out. So there you if go. If you like, Boom, like, little tip. death metal or technical death metal, check hey, She's out. doing air quotes. They're sorry, it's on me. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Well, I was reading the question. God damn it. I said, if you if you like death metal or technical death metal, then check that stuff out. Yeah. Or brut brutal, I don't know, whatever. If you <laughs> like metal, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> I have a metal button. That's like so sick. That's really sick. Is that guy inhaling? No. No, he said oh, that's guaranteed what started no inhales. Guaranteed. 100%. Yeah, it, I mean, he's burping. <laughs> <laughs> but that was an inhale, technically. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> this is what it sounds like when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have proper technique. Let me show you how to do this, Jamie. <laughs> I did it. No, not killing it. All right, you want to try? You want to have a battle? Yeah. Watch. Let's see who can do the lower one. Definitely you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> no. I sound like a no. croaking toad. Let me try. Let me show you one more time. <laughs> that sounded like a bit crusher. <laughs> My <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> you should do backup, whatever the fuck you're doing. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> that is really cool. Getting it going. Uh, yeah. All, All right. right. So we introduced him to good music, and every Wednesday is something to look forward to for him. Now it's That's really awesome. going to be something to look forward to. Yeah, now that we've done Question for Cheney. 
When you started with vocals, were you able to do your entire range or did you have to stick with low, mid, or high one at a time? Um, Let me answer this. I think Chaney was probably just like, I'm going to do them all. Get some. Yeah, just from the beginning. It was like, it came out swinging. That's what I think. Um, From the beginning, I definitely attempted to do my entire range over, and I was okay. I've always had a a really strong high. Uh, and, but all of my vocals have developed over time. Like I, I've always wanted to, because when I was sort of starting to come up in the metal scene, something that was really popular was having two vocalists. And I was always like, I want to do what both of those vocalists can do so that I'm never in a band <clears throat> so that I'm never in a band with two vocalists. That, I mean, that yeah, wasn't like the work? reason. <clears throat> I guess it didn't work because no bands have two vocalists anymore. Most bands don't. I think there are a few do. I think Angel Maker might have two vocalists, too much but to I'm do not with sure. Two people to not help load in? Yeah. Two lazy <laughs> people. <laughs> but, I mean, I definitely attempted my full range. That was always my goal, to have um, as vast of a range as I could. But over time, as with anything else, I've just gotten better, and I get better every day. I'm still not... You know, I'm never going to be as good as I want to be, but I'm constantly practicing and it's like a constant exercise for me doing new voices, integrating new sounds. I'm really into like pitched screaming, melodic screaming vocals, which we haven't really done (coughs) any of that quite yet. I did a few on World Without Us. Oh, yeah. And with a noob. And with a noob. And on, uh, I'm on. I don't think I can say actually that I'm on a song with a, a band that I just did some on. And on Dust, the song that we put out earlier this year, there is a part that's like, when I feel the blah, na, na, you know? Yeah, yeah. there's a little more, pitch. It was more, I think it was the most obviously a pitch scream <coughs> on a noob song, though. Yeah, it's very true. Also, it's if like you guys haven't checked that out, that EP rules and then the song with Cheney is also. Totally rules. Yeah, of course. Anoop's music. Anoop's history. Yeah. His music is awesome. So if you guys don't he's know who Anoop is, he's an insane drummer. Yeah. Very groovy drummer. We toured with Monuments years ago, and Anoop was the drummer. And We were already friends with him, though, at that point. Yeah, I'd actually met him at a show in Santa Cruz. You know what's funny about Anoop is... um. So I, like put out that Veil of Maya tryout video like six years ago or something, and... Anoop was playing for maybe intervals at the time and they were on tour with the contortionist and they played oh, Santa Cruz. Yeah. And I was on tour with you, doing my solo thing. Yeah, so you must have been in Europe. So this must have been yeah. like a couple of days after I put the video out. And Anoop was walking out of the venue and I was walking in. I'd just gone to the show with a friend or something and he was like, Are you Cheney? Damn. I was like, Whoa. That's That's amazing. when you went viral. Because I thought he was awesome. So but yeah, uh, check out his music. That was cool when you went viral. That was, that was tight. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. <clears throat> it was cool. Chaney Crab. <laughs> All right, then he wraps it up with question for Naveen. Is Flesh Rot ever coming back? Is Flesh Rot ever coming back, Naveen? Dun, dun. We just did. Um, I don't know. Stay tuned. Time will tell. You know, you can never put like a <clears throat> d- definitive answer on that stuff, right? 
Yeah, you never know. Like life, the winds of change, they're a coming. You never know. Probably should do something, but I don't know. I mean, I personally think if you want my opinion, <laughs> I think you should put out like a, like a re-release of the vinyl. I, be, I tell you this all the time, though. It's not I anything I need to tell you on the camera. Yeah, I know. We're, yeah, we I, are. I tell you all the time you need to put out a re-release of that vinyl and uh, a <coughs> T-shirt or something. Because, like, I would like to wear a flesh rot shirt. So I'm sure there are at least, like, 20 other people. Yeah, at least we should do that. Yeah. Right? At least put some merch out. Make a little skrill, dude. Get, you, get yours. I, know. I, bet, I bet a bunch of people would want a flesh rot shirt. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> You know what's weird about Flesh Rot? Like, a lot of people don't know that I was, like, even had anything to do with it. Well, uh, and if they do, Which they don't sick. know that you wrote all of it. Yeah. Or they think I, like... They don't know that it's drummed. your solo project. With Johnny. With yeah. Johnny, but... So that's pretty cool, though. And, I mean, if that's you guys win, haven't checked out Flesh Rot, <coughs> it's time. Duh. And, it's uh, a you good know... Listen. The thing is that there may have been people who were like really surprised when we said that you were going to play guitar for Entheos, but it's like you've, you've been had playing guitar for a long time. Naveen writes sick ass riffs. I know I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better about that. So I posted a riff the other day, (coughs) uh, a burner pan seared. Yeah. Burning hot riff. And I got more where that came from. Yes. So I'm going to post more riffs on my instagram damn subscribe riffs to like and subscribe so there's that all right next question shelton our longtime <clears throat> friend and writer uh question asker what's up question man? question what would he be questioner questioner near near i don't know hope you're well shelton i don't know what's up with you but i'm glad he says since the last episode, y'all asked about any COVID stories. Fortunately for me and the clients I work with, I haven't had any cases at the group home, which I am supervisor at, which is awesome. That's great, man, because, you know, a lot of places where there are a lot, there's like a lot of people who have to be together <clears throat> all the time, excuse me, because, you know, that's where they're living you real those are places where you really have to be careful about people catching covid yeah. because if one person catches it <clears throat> a lot of people are going to maybe anyway i recently found out my uncle caught covid and was very sick and caught pneumonia and was on a ventilator he was fine and at home resting which i'm thankful for you know actually a situation like this is just happening my sister's best friend passed away a couple of months ago and they believe that that's exactly what happened to her, that she had COVID and then she was cleared after the 14 days and she could go back to work and everything. But then she they, she passed away and they found her. And uh, after doing an autopsy, they they think that she had pneumonia and that's how it happened, which is insane. So... Yeah, this is, it's kind of crazy. But your uncle is fine and at home resting, which you're thankful for. That's awesome. Glad he's okay. Uh, I honestly wish people would take this seriously. I would like to go back to shows and see live acts. As of lately, to pass the time, I'm listening to some metal, and I thought I should give you two recommendations. Check out Carbomb, Loathe, Faceless, Burial, and End. Okay, is it The Faceless (coughs) and Burial, or is it? 
A band called Faceless Burial. I think it's just a band called Faceless Burial. <coughs> okay, then I haven't heard that band, if that's the case. I haven't either, but I've heard all of the other bands. And I really like End. Um, and Car Bomb's sick. And Loathe is pretty sick, too. Uh, Faceless Burial, I guess I should check out. All right. Anyway, a question. What's one thing that you're excited for when it comes to the holidays? Personally, I look forward to pumpkin pie since I only eat it once a year. Damn, good question. That's a really good question. Yeah. So you go. What uh, are you pumpkin pie is legit. AKA whipped cream. AKA, dude, just the most whipped cream on top of yeah. pumpkin pie. I like. This has been a this has been a weird one for me. I, like I like usually you light candles, like fall smelling candles, but even lighting them already. Yeah. So you kind of jumped the gun on that one. Oh, you think I'm jumping the gun? Well, I don't know. Those candles smell to me like a Christmas kind of a vibe. Yeah, I start. Uh, it's actually a thing. I start lighting them around like September 15th. Okay. All right. It's just <laughs> been so hot lately that I haven't got the... The Christmas vibe. Yeah. Today but I do actually like when the season changes, you know? Yeah. When it becomes autumn. Me too. <laughs> when the, the leaves turn golden. I like that. I like hanging out with my family. We have a little thing here. Yeah. Our house, I guess, technically we kind of have like the biggest house. So... People come here. Yeah. I don't know if we have the biggest house, but not we trying just, to brag. There's just like the most room, I think, for people to like. There's like parking and <coughs> all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Because we kind of live where no one else lives. And Chandy and I are like really fun. Yeah. So. We're like the most fun. So, you know, you might want to come here for the party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I like people coming over. My family. I like that too. Yeah. Friends and family. I like. Um, I don't really care about the whole gift thing. So I really I thing. would just take it out of the equation. Or just if it's I like, could. okay, everybody's going to buy a $10 gift. That's it. That'd be cool. It'd be funny. I, I, but the thing is that it never, no one ever does that. I know. It never I'm just saying, that stays would be cool at $10. With me. Although I do like getting anything, any gift that anybody wants to give me, I like it. I like and gifts then, too, uh, but I'm, I really enjoy the like get together <clears> and feel merry aspect of it. I like all of the external like things. Food. I'm also like not really good at receiving gifts. I don't like really opening gifts in front of people, and I don't like when people who I got gifts for open yeah, gifts in front of people, which Naveen has learned since he's my significant other. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna open that. But what are you yeah, about? Naveen, you're like, you're. This is something where we're super the opposite in this. You like love. For instance, I made some cheese dip the other day for the party. And you, like, were announcing it to the whole party how good my cheese dip was. Like, just saying, Chaney made the best cheese dip. I it personally wouldn't have told anyone <coughs> yeah, that I, know, I made you it. Gotta have, that's, why I, that's why I'm there. It's a hype, man. Yeah, I'm not really good. I, 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 I don't want to, like, say, oh, try this cheese dip that I made. But you were like, what are you doing? Try the cheese dip. You know, that's, yeah, that's really where we're very man, different. Dude. I'm, I'm like, just, like, really not. that cheese dip was amazing. I don't it like is amazing. I just had some right before the podcast. I had I put some in the microwave and ate it with chips. Yeah. For some reason, I'm like really comfortable playing shows in front of people and presenting my music to people. Yeah. But I'm not the person who you're going to come over to my house and I'm going to play a song for you and like look at you and wonder if you like it. If you... <laughs> If happen, you're real close to me, I'll do that. If you're if you're one of my very, very yeah. good friends. So this is how you can tell if you're my good friend or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think, I, and I think that's why I have the reputation. I've heard this, right? This rep, I probably not anymore since we have the podcast, right? Everyone knows that I'm funny and nice, but I got this. Apparently, I have a reputation of 
seeming like real mean, like in t- too intense. But I think that's just because you seem stern. When okay. I'm around people I don't know, I I don't really make jokes and stuff. Yeah, and I am pretty outgoing in front of people. Like if I, I go up into a party of people I don't know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit there and be kind of like a quiet guy, which yeah. is weird, I guess. In my mind, I've never really thought that until somebody pointed it out. Yeah. Because I think of myself as like this funny, kind of silly, outgoing guy. But I guess I'm not that way. Well, you, I think that it's like if you get a few drinks in you, or if you're like around people that you're really comfortable around, yeah. then you're like the outgoing person. <clears throat> then I start clowning. Yeah, totally. But yeah, you're you're not as friendly. <laughs> With people who you don't know, which is understandable. Also, a little plot twist is. for you. When you told me that, I was like, yes, that's sick. Yeah. I've always wanted to be like that. Well, I just told you, I think someone else said to me that they thought you were stern or that you were like a dad or, or like <laughs> a an authority figure. And I'm like. That's awesome. Well, it's, it's interesting because I know you as such a different person because we all obviously have like a relationship where I know you really well and I don't see you yeah. that way at all. But. Yeah. I guess other people do. So I'm into that. There you go. Dude, I wish that people, more people were scared of me. Awesome. I wish anyone was scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> One person. All right. Should we keep rolling on these <laughs> yeah. cues? So Shelton Naveen looks forward to pumpkin pie. I oh yeah, sorry. Well, I look looking? forward to pumpkin pie. I look forward to. You know, not just having some days to chill. You need those every so often where you feel really good about just hanging out and doing nothing and like kicking back. Because most other days I feel like I need to get stuff done. I wish I didn't feel like that ever. I'm over doing stuff. I don't want to do it anymore. I want to retire. Well, speaking of Sopranos, last night we were watching a scene where Christopher was in the hospital (laughs) and asleep. (laughs) And we were both like... Wow, that looks really nice. Yeah, I was like, that looks awesome. <laughs> you're just you have the ultimate excuse not to do anything. Like, well, I'm like having there are no expectations yeah. of you. I'm just I'm I'm lucky to even be alive. <laughs> I'm laying in this bed. That's it. It looks super peaceful. I know, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Not that I want to get shot or anything, but <laughs> I'd like to cultivate the mindset of someone who has just been shot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Ryan. Oh, I think it's my turn to read. Oh yeah, sorry. People are probably getting tired of hearing my reading. Is it cool that we put like the compliment in the question too? I think we should take the the compliment out. (laughs) Oh, this is a pretty good compliment. Saying. Oh, okay. Then keep it in. Basically, he really thinks our. I'll just. I'll put. I'll give you the gist of it. He, I'm just going to read it. Fuck it. Yeah, go for it. Who cares? Just wanted to say I'm stoked you guys are back. That's right. We left and now we're back. By popular demand. By pop, pop demand. This is literally the funniest <laughs> podcast I listen to. And you guys are on another level. Well, that's, thank you very much for that, Ryan. I've had more interactions with Chaney through our vocal lessons, but it's really cool to see how the two of you chatted up and basically shoot the shit. Yeah, I've given Ryan a lot of vocal lessons and honestly... Oh shit! You know, Life I've given down. I've given quite a few. Uh, I've given a good amount of vocal lessons, and Ryan is just someone who like really benefited from them and really like paid. Do you, you mean paid, to fix that? No, it's fine. Okay. No, but he like I don't know. He just like really 
did a great job and he's become like a, a good vocalist. It's awesome. And you guys should check out Ryan's band. His name is Ryan Hamidi. Check him out on uh, Instagram. Go check out his band. He just put out his first single, which he was working on throughout the duration of me giving, working on him with, I actually have working a clip of it. with him on lessons. <laughs> there it is. But seriously, you know, he's he did a great job. It's always awesome when you are trying to help someone out with their with developing something and they take it so seriously and they're so eager to learn and they really like take something from it. <clears throat> and yeah, so He's got a bunch of I had one music related question and a couple random slash stupid questions. Since Cheney called out for any questions. All right. Uh, do you want to pick one? Just one? Or do you want to pick all three? I don't know. I mean, fuck it. All right, let's we do it. time, I guess. <clears throat> <laughs> At this point, anybody who's not listening, is d they're out. Anyway, they're out. So, And if they are listening, they're probably going to just, you know... Yeah. If you're still listening an hour deep, you're going the whole way. You're here for the yeah. rest of it. Yeah. So. Also, Ryan, I hope I pronounced your last name right. Shoot me a message and let me know. Uh, what would you guys recommend to try in order to get fan number one? Like literally fan number one. I have great. Oh, he needs to. He needs to know how to get a fan. So fan, like, subject to zero, <clears throat> patient zero. It seems zero. extremely hard getting fan number one. Basically, like an outsider who likes the music and will follow new releases. So he's trying to get a fan that's not his mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. a good question, That's man. a really good question, Because I actually. did that before there was the internet. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't know if we had a fan or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Now you can tell because you can judge based on, like, response. I think the answer is that your first, you know, people that like your music aren't fans. They're, they are your mom. They are your friends. It's they true. are all those people. It's true. And from there, you're going to get a fan, right? Right. So, I mean, that's just how it is. Man. But also, n nowadays, you know, I've said before... go. Utilizing the internet, going to Facebook groups, I think, are a great place to start. I mean, <clears throat> there are a couple of Facebook book groups that I'm in, particularly this one called Technical Brutal Progressive Death Metal. Yes, that's the name of it. But in that group, they share a lot of unknown bands. Like, I've learned about a lot of stuff that I know about because of that group on Facebook and if you go and share your stuff to it people may respond they may not um but I think that a key here is like keep pumping out the content don't ever be like stop because you haven't gotten fan number one because that comes along it's a part of the growth to like not have anyone are we sure that he doesn't have music. one fan I know I'm thinking I he probably like has one fan I think he's got another. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm gonna switch it. Maybe get go. I'm thinking go for people outside of your country. I don't know what country he's in. Is he from he's, the U.S.? He lives in uh, L.A. Okay, so he could probably land like some fans I'm in I don't know Europe or. But how? Through the freaking internet. Yeah, the internet. I, I mean, think the groups I think is the a good idea. Is the way to go. 
But yeah, also, getting an actual fan, like somebody who's, they like love your music. Yeah. It's kind of crazy if you think about it. Yeah. Because I don't know that there's like a rhyme or reason <clears throat> to yeah. how or why someone becomes like an, a fan. I mean, I think about that sometimes. And the fact that anybody would be a fan, quote unquote, of, of mine. Well, sometimes I wonder if either of us have any fans. It doesn't feel like it. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think anyone. Not that I, I, I never set out to have a bunch of fans. I mean, I thought I mean, when I started playing music, I thought the word fan was like super stupid. Like, it's almost like concert. Yeah. Like how that's not yeah. a chill no, term. Like we were so against everything that it's like, there's no fans, dude. It's just people that like your music, you know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <You> know? <laughs> Gatekeeping. We're all friends finest. here, man. You know? Well, you know, times have changed. That was 45 years ago. When your band started, <laughs> now we care about fans. No, I remember actually. <laughs> I totally remember standing outside of of this one particular venue, and a guy in another one of the bands who was like a local band like us, and he was like making fun of the term fan base, <laughs> and we were like cracking up and stuff. Yeah. That's pretty hilarious, though. So I mean, I get it. Like, if you are super legit and everything, having a fan base is whack, right? You know. To me, I, I think it's cool. <coughs> this um, is way back when. This is punk yeah. days. Yeah, it's not punk to have DIY. fans. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't think that there's like a, def I, don't, I don't know. There's not a definitive answer to how you get a fan, but I do think that the internet has a lot of tools that you can mm -hmm. use in order to try to cultivate any kind of fan base. Um, a lot of it does get lost in the static, but like I said, I think that, you know, being consistent and maybe not being annoying or pushy. Yeah, just make... Just do your thing. It always has to go back to make the best music that you can make or the best yeah. whatever you're doing that you can make, and eventually people will like it. I mean, I remember exactly. I met somebody a bit older than me who made music. He lived with, with Sean and your, the... Your brother. Yeah. And uh, what was the band that they, that they were all into? Uh, at the drive-in? No, like he lived with a dude from the band. Is it from here? They're like a cult band. Wow, that really narrows it down. Um. Anyway, I'll think of it for the next one. But anyway, he was like kind of friends with them, and <laughs> he was like, "Hey, you just put music out that you love, yeah, and you're gonna attract people like you." That's really, yeah. And I was just like, that's cool. And I, that's all I've ever done yeah. since then. That's you really know? what's up. And and luckily today we have like a faster track to people like us through the internet. So I think that if you put stuff out that you love and you're going to attract people like you and maybe go post it in a Facebook group or do a hashtag or like, you know, there are ways. There are a bunch of like metal review sites just I don't know. Do a little, do a little like side hustling. Email. And let people. me know if you figure it out. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get that yeah, fan. Cause too. we need fans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's got another question <clears throat> that were really funny. Have you both always had a strong sense of humor in your friend circles or is it something I've, that you've developed? I have not developed my humor. <laughs> I don't really think I'm funny, but <laughs> you're not. Obviously, with friends, you sit around and crack jokes. Yeah. So that's what you do. I don't know. What you see is what you get. 
Yeah. I'm just, I'm Chaney. So Chaney and I are both naturally really funny. <laughs> That's all there is to it. I think we should have chosen careers <clears throat> in comedy. I know, Instead, but it's like, I, okay, comedic movie I'm going to be making. real. I think that I can be funny, but you have to already be like, think that Naveen's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's like, certain people who meet me and they're like, dang, Naveen's so funny. And then I'm like, that guy thinks I'm funny. And then I start like playing off of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I've been there and witnessed these uh, interactions before. I know when you think someone yeah. thinks you're funny. It's and like I somebody know knows when you're, I'm like, all right, dude, I got this. And I I'm know like, when your personality's heightened <laughs> <laughs> as well. Yeah. And I've seen it happen. Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm just like pretty much the same. Per- you know, I'm just a fucking funny Jenny's person. keeping it 100 all funny the time. Funny person. <clears throat> Hasn't thought about it. <clears throat> okay. Totally random for each of you. What's your favorite scene in Dumb and Dumber? I'll understand if you don't get to this one or don't want to answer. <laughs> so many good scenes. I'd say probably my favorite scene would be when uh, when Harry pulls up. No, not Harry. Lloyd pulls mm-hmm. up on the little dirt bike. And he's like, yeah, some kid back in town. Traded it for the van straight up. <laughs> that's, that's like good. a that's like one that we like friends and I will will say that a lot. Yeah. Like I think I've heard you guys say it. Yeah. I, I, as a matter of fact, quotes from Dumb and Dumber come up a lot. You want to say some more because I don't have any quotes out of it. I've seen the movie like a few times, but I mean I don't know. There's tons. It's like Harry, I took care of it. That's one. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, just tons. That's just a quotable movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. Also, the second one I liked. Dumb second, and Dumber. No. Boo, dude. <laughs> Boo. I watched that one quite a few times. Don't say that on the show. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Okay, was, what was your favorite scene in that one? I never saw it. You never honest. saw the no, second one? Like, why, why would I watch that? I don't know. I can't really remember. Like, Bob Saget plays the girl that Lloyd dates his dad. Dates dad. The dad of the... The dad of the girl who Lloyd is trying to date, but he doesn't date her because, you know, he's like Lloyd and she's like a hot girl, I think is how it plays out. I can't really remember how it goes. But I don't know. That was a pretty good time. (laughs) Not feeling that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's, that's, that's the way it. the cookie that's crumbles. A wrap on these that's questions. The way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, we've uh, dealt with some pretty hard, tough, hitting <laughs> questions here. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's time to wrap it up. I want to eat some like pizza or something. All right, we don't have Domino's waiting for us like normal. <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> we thank you guys for tuning in to this show. And uh, we'll check you guys out next week. Send Do us you your have questions. me on camera? Yes. This is the Copper Crab Podcast. Oh, yeah. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs> but hey, for real, seriously, thanks for checking us out. Seriously, we love you guys. And Thank you for watching. And we will see you next week, motherfucker. Have a good one.